0: everyone, Siobhan Chapman here, and welcome to Top of the Morning on the UBS Market Moves podcast channel. It's Friday morning, which means it's time for the weekend review and preview conversation, where my guests will recap how markets have performed over the past few sessions and preview what you can expect in the week ahead. Today's conversation primarily focuses on the June employment report and the June Fed meeting. Joining us for the conversation, I'm glad to welcome back Senior Economist America's Brian Rose. Brian, welcome, we're happy to have you.
1: Thanks, Siobhan. Good morning, everyone.
0: Good morning, Brian. So let's get started. We received the June employment report earlier this morning. How did the data measure up to your expectations, and how would you characterize the health of the U.S. labor market?
1: So overall, the report was solid, but not quite as strong as we've been used to recently. So the headline non-farm payrolls figure up by 209,000 uh, but if you look at some of the details, the uh, private sector payrolls were only 149,000. The other 60 were government jobs. And also revisions, uh, took away 110,000 payrolls over the previous two months. And so, you know, you factor that in and uh, actually slightly less than consensus for a change. Uh, but you did have other good news like the unemployment rate taking down to 3.6% and average hourly earnings were up four tenths month over month, so a little bit stronger than uh, than the previous month. Uh, labor force participation rate was unchanged. So again, overall pretty, a pretty solid uh, result. Uh, what we've seen recently is that job growth in leisure and hospitality has slowed. So it was 21,000 in June, three months in a row at this kind of level, uh so the it seems like the mad scramble for workers in leisure and hospitality is over and now we're at a more normal pace uh where we did see strength is in healthcare up 65,000 so we're seeing every month you know really really rapid growth in in healthcare employment now, i should also mention here that uh, earlier in the week we had the jolts job openings uh, those came down to 9.8 million in may uh, they were at uh, 10.3 in uh, april and continuing to trend downward uh, over time but uh, this is still very high level and uh, also the JOLTS data showed the private sector quit rate uh, actually reversing course and rising to 2.9 percent this is a very high number we never saw a number like this before the the pandemic and uh, it's significant because a high quit rate is associated with rapid wage growth and also adds to the sense of uh, shortages among businesses. So, you know, overall, uh, a little bit of a mixed uh, mixed data regarding labor market, but, um, you know, it is, it is quite strong. Overall, the labor market is very healthy.
0: What were some other notable macro data releases from this week?
1: Uh, so one of the other highlights this week was the ISM services PMI. Uh, so, for the people who aren't familiar with it, this gives you a very timely snapshot of current conditions and the services is, is uh, almost 90% of the economy. So, you know, this is, in my view, very uh, you know, timely and useful data. And it's a surprise to the upside side, uh, came in at 53.9 in June. That's uh, up from only 50.3 in May, where 50 is, is neutral. So a lot more room between neutral and the reading uh, this time, and uh, if you look at uh, the comments, uh, you know they're they're pretty good. Uh, suggesting that uh, the you know, some of the supply chain bottlenecks have been resolved, and this is making it a bit easier uh, for businesses. We also saw uh, new orders uh, rising, and uh, the prices paid which is you know a measure of inflation that fell to the lowest since march 2020 in other words the lowest since the start of this uh, recovery on the manufacturing side the pmi uh, fell to 46 and uh, you know it's been below 50 for the last several months uh, but uh, some small improvement in in things like new orders and i'd say manufacturing sector remains in a recession, but it's a very mild recession. And yeah. overall, the sector is helped by uh, better sales of uh, autos. So, we had this week uh, auto sales in June at a 15.7 million rate. I mean, that is pretty strong. Anything, you know, 16, 17 million is a really strong market, and we're we're close to that now. You know, there's more cars sitting on dealer lots and some pent-up demand. So, you see, you know, good uh, auto sales, despite the the high interest rates making those monthly payments on, on car loans really expensive. And uh, I will say, you know, as a summary, the uh, Atlanta Feds GDP now tracking estimate for for growth in the second quarter is up to two point one percent. And that is actually a little bit above the the economy's trend growth rate. And you know, that gives you an idea that the economy overall is doing well and um you know, we, we've we seen some overall, we've seen surprises mostly to the upside recently.
0: So, Brian, we did receive the meeting minutes of the June Fed meeting on Wednesday. Are there any notable takeaways that you would like to share with our listeners?
1: Well, it's actually pretty rare these days for anything too interesting to come out of the minutes because the Fed is much more transparent than it used to be. Uh, there's lots of comments uh, in, in the media, from FOMC members, including this time we had Fed Chair Powell's congressional testimony. Uh, they also gave us in, at the June meeting the updated economic projections, including the dot plot, which shows you know, how many times do they intend to to raise rates. So, and I think the minutes really confirmed the consensus going into that meeting, which is uh, that the, there was quite a lot of support for raising rates, but the Fed leadership. Wanted to skip a hike in June, give themselves a little bit more time to see uh, how the data comes in, and you know, basically slowing the pace of hikes. Um, but the, you know, strong indication was that they do intend to raise rates uh, further. And uh, you know, given what we've seen as uh, the data that I just mentioned, you know, the economy growing around trend, and uh, you know, very solid uh, labor labor market data, the Fed wants to see. Th- see things soften a little bit further, so uh, I think you know given what's happened this week very likely that the Fed will raise rates uh, later in uh, in the month you know they they things are going in the right direction uh, actually looking good for uh, possibly achieving a soft landing but you know uh, overall the economy is still a bit too strong and uh, they're, they're probably going to raise rates again later in the month.
0: So looking ahead to next week, what should investors be mindful of?
1: Yeah, well, I think the, the the main focus for the markets will be the CPI data for June. Uh, so, we'll, of course, the Fed is very sensitive to, to the inflation data. Uh, we'll also get the producer price index and import and export prices. And what, what we're seeing is that The inflationary pressure at the producer level, at the business level, has made a lot of progress. That's actually, you know, quite in quite a good position, but the retail price inflation is still too high. So we'll see how, you know, this data comes in. And then, uh, in my mind, another very important release is the NFIB survey of small businesses. So these businesses play a critical role in the economy, especially the indicators around the labor market, you know, are, are there a lot of unfilled positions? Are small businesses raising their wages? And also, what are they doing with their prices? That has an important impact on inflation. So, another key indicator to watch next week. And of course, earnings season is underway, and it'll be interesting to, to you know to listen to what companies are saying, uh, what sort of guidance they're, they're offering. And you know, this is another way to track what's going on in the economy.
0: Brian, thank you so much for joining us today.
1: Thanks very much.
0: Again, today we have been joined by Senior Economist America's Brian Rose. And as a reminder to our listeners, Top of the Morning is a part of the UBS Market Moves podcast channel, which is available where podcasts are found, including on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Visit UBS.com forward slash studios to view the entire podcast offering, as well as the UBS trending video series. From UBS Studios, I'm Siobhan Chapman, and thank you for joining us.